Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments, vlogs such as... 5 Minutes with a G. The Straight Shooting View. Coaching with JBK. Audio on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media. Twitter, Instagram. We have a group and fan page on Facebook. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey, what's up, people? Straight Shooting LJA here, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, you know what, yeah, I'm going to take a little quick tactical detour. Tactical being the operative word. Because what I want to discuss here is quick set pieces and high lines. Defensive lines, that is. And you know what, yeah? I want to know your views in the comment section, which is below. What do you prefer? Do you prefer a quick free kick as opposed to one where you got to wait for the ref's whistle? Or... Would you rather have a more measured approach? And the same with a high line. Do you prefer it deep or do you prefer it high? And I know that sounds a little sinister. But you know what, yeah? reason why I kind of come to this is because throughout history, you've seen quickly taken free kicks and quickly taken corners. We've seen them work. Now... More one of the more recent famous example, more famous examples, obviously me being a Liverpool supporter, is Trent Alexander-Arnold against Barcelona in the Champions League. <clears throat> so it's one of them where it's like, when it's done well, Alexander-Arnold quickly taking Origi. Um, when it's done well, it can work absolute wonders. But then you get kind of. What was it? I think it was the Argo Aspas trying to do it back in 2014. So, yeah, you can get clusters. But also as well, sometimes referees can ruin it. And Lee Mason recently botched one where it's like he wasn't sure whether he'd blown a whistle for a free kick and a goal got disallowed because of it. And it's like, utter cluster. And then the next day, well, the Premier League basically took him out of the firing line by taking him off fourth official duties for um, Sheffield United v Liverpool. So, yeah, saying, saying he was injured. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. A day after a controversy, a cluster, and somehow he's injured for a game 24 hours later where he's supposed to be a fourth official. Yeah, okay. Fastball right down on strike one. But for me, as a defender at amateur league level for Ibis Eagles AFC, at, um, as a defender... I'm not a fan of quick free kicks because it doesn't give you time to get set. It doesn't get you time to organize your shape. So especially if you're a center back and you want to organize your line on the edge of your own box, you need a few seconds to get that organized and a quick free kick. Some people take a few seconds to switch on. Some people don't hear the whistle and they and it's like, hey, get into position. You've got to literally switch people on. So a quick free kick... For an attack inside, it's brilliant. When I'm watching football and say watching Liverpool, for instance, I'm always like, yeah, take it quick, take it quick whilst they're out of shape. 
whilst the oppo are out of shape because at the end of the day it gives you a nice little quick advantage but as i said as a defending side i would much rather hear the ref's whistle and there are a lot of refs that i've encountered at amateur league level in the southern amateur league where refs before the match will be like right we play on my whistle like when you're doing the coin toss pre-match as one of them was like free kicks set pieces will be done on my whistle so if you try and take it quick the ref's going to be like no 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 bring that back i prefer it that way to an extent yes quick free kicks and quick set pieces in general where you don't have to wait for the ref's whistle can keep the game flowing and keep it moving but to me if i was a referee i wouldn't want to do that because that puts extra pressure on me because it makes it more likely that you're potentially going to miss something because of the way the game is just quick and everybody's trying to do stuff quick uh, it's one of them where as a referee i think it would give ample opportunity not that referees need more opportunity to miss something especially in the amateur games and semi-pro where you might not have linesmen you might not have that help and also even in the pro ranks because then it means you've got to waste time coming back checking stuff on var when if it had been taken properly and not as a quick free kick you might it might have been okay and the referee would have seen everything well you'd hope anyway and also it gives the linesman a fighting chance too but um but it is one of them ones where yeah coming on to high defensive lines now i am not blessed with pace haven't been since i was well probably about 13 14 um and uh, but it's one of them ones where it's like and i used to play left midfield but it's one of them where it's like i'm not one of them guys who's blessed with pace so it's one of them where a high line for someone like me someone like me being in a back line and playing a high line doesn't really make sense i don't mind going and doing a man marking job on someone but the one thing i don't want to do with a lack of pace is get exposed by a high line because any little ball over the top if that striker coming up against you knows how to time his runs knows how to bend his runs and again, tying in at amateur league level where you may not always have linesmen, but even when you do have linesmen, it's a case of if a striker knows how to bend his runs and time his runs perfectly, then it's very, very easy to expose a high line. Now, we've seen it this season with Liverpool where, well, actually, we've seen it for like the past three seasons where we've been playing a very, very high line. But for me, a lot of the reason why we get away with it is purely because of the is purely because of the high press now if you've got the high press working perfectly then you can play you can play a high line even if you haven't got much pace at the back because at the end of the day if you're winning the ball high up the pitch there's not really much opportunity for someone to ping it over the top but you've got to make sure you're winning that ball high up the pitch and there's no real room for error because even even in our title even in our title winning season there were warnings so not title winning season season before there were warnings when we were unbeaten and then what's it Watford exposed it when they beat us and West Ham the game before um when we play when we play second in the league where it was one of them ones where 
the high press got ex the high press got exposed because we might have sat off for a fraction of a second, or we've come up against a striker with pace. So someone like say say Mikel Antonio, who's got power and pace to burn. And if your timing and your positioning is good, then you can expose a high press. If you know what you're doing, like Jamie Vardy, you wouldn't want to play a high press, high line against him because he's got the pace to skin you and his timing's very good. So it's one of them where I look at it as a high press, basically, it doesn't guarantee that the high, that the high line will do well, but it gives you a fighting chance. Now, if you're sitting off, and you're doing a and you're doing a high line that doesn't make sense. And also as well with a high line everybody has to be in tandem. Everybody has to know what they're doing because you've got a press as a unit. Because if one person or two people don't press and that ball gets pinged over the top, you're sitting ducks. And it happens a lot with us with Liverpool, especially this season with the with the basically disjointed nature of our squad because of the injuries this season being in double figures, it's one of them ones where there's not been that consistent side. So you wouldn't see Jordan Shakiri, for instance, or Divo Carigi pressing as much as Sadio Mane and Mo Salah. You just, they're just different type. They're just different players. So that high press. It basically means one of them ones where the defence, in theory, should be stepping off five yards to give themselves a bit of, a bit of space to attack the ball, especially. Especially if you see in the first five, ten minutes, a size just pinging balls over the top and getting success, which has happened a lot against us this season. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's happened when we've had Fabinho at the back, Henderson at the back, because they're not naturally centre-backs. So... In theory, they're, in theory, they're, what, maybe half a yard off, maybe stepping five yards, like sitting five yards ahead of where they should be because that's where they used to be, especially Fabinho being a DM. So for me, I'm not necessarily a fan of a high, of a high press. I prefer a high press when you've got pace at the back because, it, because that recovery pace then becomes crucial in my view so it's one of them but if you ain't got pace at the back I would always say drop off 5 to 10 yards and give yourself make, make that striker have to work to beat you I'm, I mean I'm very much a fan as a player of making the striker have to beat you if I think I can if I think I can get tight and nip in front of that striker yeah, fine. Okay, cool. I'll do it. But if I'm if I know that that striker's got pace and pace to burn, then it'd be one of them ones where it's like I'm not going to I'm not necessarily going to get tight to that guy if I see in his first couple of touches during the match that he's got a good touch because all that gives him a chance to do is roll me. So, I'm not going to play a defensive line on the halfway line. And also, as well, it's a, case, it's a case of I will step off five yards to give myself a fighting chance to basically stand that guy with pace up and see what he's got. If he's got, if he's skillful enough to get around me and beat me, okay, cool, fine. I'll potentially just clamp him, but that's a different story. 
but I don't I wouldn't want to leave myself exposed when I don't have to so I wouldn't want to play a high line especially if my centre-back partner or if I'm playing left back and and what's it the centre-back to my immediate right hasn't got any pace I wouldn't want to play a high line because that leaves you a lot more a lot more running to do especially if you're up against opposition who can spring crossfield passes like nothing like a like, like say if you've got someone who models his game after Xabi Alonso and could just stroke passes around the dude if this dude is stroking like Clarence Carter it's one of them ones where it's like you're not going to want to give that person license to be able to ping balls in behind you because you're playing a too high a line. But yeah, I mean, I said, I, I mean, come, I mean, in summary, as a player, I'm not a fan of doing a high line because I lack pace. But also as well, I'm not a, as a defender and as a player, I am not a fan of quick free kicks because it doesn't give you time to get set. But as an attacking side, I see the advantages that you get from doing things quickly. So like a quick free, quick free kick, like a quick throw in. You don't give your opposition a chance to settle. You don't give them a chance to get set. <clears throat> so, and with the high line as well, it's a case of if you ain't got pace, you've got a lot more running to do. And you're positioning and you got to hope your linesman gets everything right. But, yeah. But you know what, yeah, as I said, I said at the top of this, I want to know your views. Comment section is down below. Do you prefer a high press? If you play football, do you prefer to do a high press? Have you got pace? Have you got a side in front of you who can do that? Who can do that press, that high press up the pitch? Or are you like me, where you prefer to kind of sit back five, maybe ten yards and make that striker have to beat you rather than let him play it on your shoulder? And also, with quick, with quick free kicks, quick set pieces, do you, as an attacker, if you're an attacking player, do you prefer to do it quick or do you prefer to measure it? And as a, if you're a defender, do you prefer, do you prefer it quick or do you need time to get set? Let me know your views. Comment section is below. I have been straight shooting LJA. Remember, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. Check out our videos, vlogs, and everything in between. Also, also at pitch talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. At pitch talk on Instagram as well. Check that out. Check out at pitch talk on Instagram for previews to our vlogs. Full versions go up on YouTube. Also, also facebook.com forward slash pitch talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution. We are working so hard to create. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Podomatic. Hey, we're on Player FM as well. Check out our RSS feed. Search for the Pitch Talk podcast. Search Pitch Talk podcast to catch all of our vlogs as podcasts and also special feature segments as audio podcasts as well. I said, I have been Straight Shooting LJA and until next time on the Straight Shooting View, thank you for your time. See you later, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on social media, dropping vlogs, videos, and podcasts on the beautiful game.